Hey there, it's Tanya Stokes. First of all, Happy New Year and welcome to the podcast. Now, this is where we discuss salon business and you know what? I said this year I was going to switch that up a little bit. I have really got to work on my intro because um, as I've mentioned to you in the past, I love talking salon business, but as a hairstylist and a salon owner, Gosh, we cover just a gamut of stuff. We talk about mental health, relationships, finances, the whole nine. So I've definitely got to work on that. But anyway, I am really, um, I am really short on time today, but I wanted to check in with you just to say hello, Salon Cuties. And welcome to another episode. Now, we know it's January. Actually, it's the end of January as I'm recording this. My new year started off with me in the bed. I had this horrible cold with a lingering cough. I did check. It wasn't COVID. And uh, yeah, so that cough is finally starting to subside. It, It creeps up every now and then. But Um, As of my last doctor visit, it's more of a sinus infection than anything else. So there's that. So anyway, I just wanted to check in with you. You know, today I want to talk to you about something that's crucial for your personal and professional growth. And um, I think we should get into it. How important are goals to you? Do you set them on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, or annual basis? The frequency of goal setting can significantly impact the success of your business overall, over your business and your overall well-being. Um, I don't know about you, but every year I look into the whole planner deal. You know, I go, I used to buy planners and all this other stuff. And then I discovered that with um, like Amazon print, um, I know I'm not saying that right. But anyway, Katie print, that's it. Katie print, um, I could get on Canva and create a journal that's right for me, which I do every year. I create two journals. I create one for my hair salon business, um, and then I create one for my real estate business. And they're journals that are created just for me. So in the past, I would buy these journals and I was like, oh, I like this, but I don't like that. I wonder if I could take it. So I'll buy these journals and tear the pages out, put holes in them and put them in a notebook. So now I have a completed journal. And then I started making my own journals. And I always have them online for sale, but they work for me. It's it's a selfish journal. <laughs> they work for me and um, it keeps me organized. So do you do that? Do you actually buy the journals and the planners and every year, you know, we start off really strong um, and then in a couple of months we can't find them or we're inconsistent. I'll tell you one thing. When you start looking at daily, weekly, monthly goals, a journal is definitely something that you have to work on a daily basis because once you once you get the hang of daily goals, then you'll see that your weekly goals are starting to, you know, starting to reach those weekly goals and monthly, quarterly, and so forth and so on. 
So I want to look at that for a quick setting for a quick second. When we talk about setting daily goals, setting daily goals is like creating a roadmap for your day. It helps you stay focused, organized, and it ensures that you make the most out of every moment. I am always trying to add something to the white space on the calendar, even if I write the word break, even if I write the word, like read a couple of chapters of whatever book I'm reading at the time, I always try to fill up the white space on my daily journal. And I want you to consider it, even if it's just break, even if it's meditate or go to the gym or do a meal prep, start filling in the white spaces of your day, because if you don't, something will creep up. And before you know it, you are thrown completely off. Um, I guess I'm speaking to myself <laughs> because that's what happens with me. I realize that at the end of the day, the day is over and I haven't accomplished anything. Another thing I do is I keep my journal or um, my calendar in front of me. So my calendar on my phone, I print it. I do a printout because I'm still a paper person. I'll do a printout of the calendar on my phone and um, I staple it to the front of the journal, like my actual journal, my physical journal, um, just to make sure I'm still in alignment. These things work for me. For someone else, it's too much because I see people all the time with their grocery list on their phone. I will put a full grocery list on the phone and then decide when I pull up to the grocery store that I wanted to focus, like I wanna focus, I wanna be intentional, I wanna connect with people while I'm in the grocery store, I wanna smile and talk to people more. So what do you do? You leave your phone in the car. Guess what's on the phone? The grocery list. <laughs> so I'll have my grocery list on the phone, but I also have a copy of it in my pocket. I know I do sound like the girl with ADHD, right? I think I do have it, I need to be tested for it. But anyway, so daily goals help you stay focused and organized and it helps you make the most out of every second of your day. Now, weekly goals provide a broader perspective, allowing you to align your actions with a more significant objective. Like I told you, I have a printout of my calendar, both for real estate and um, the hair salon. Uh, for the hair salon, it's more of a daily printout for Wednesday through Saturday. Um, and just to make sure, like I recently switched to um, a different scheduling system for the hair salon because it allowed me to sync my scheduler um, with in real estate with it. So... Sometimes when I go in to set an appointment for someone um, on my end, it'll say this interferes with blah, blah, blah. And when I look at like, okay, what's the problem? It says view details. I look at what the, what the problem is. And sometimes it's a, you have a doctor's appointment that day or you have um, uh, something going on in real estate or something going on at the salon. I'm not um, that concerned about my salon schedule 
um, Sunday through Tuesday because I'm not in the salon on those days and I'm not in the salon for a full day on Thursday. So if there is an interruption in, in this in my scheduling Wednesday through Saturday, then I immediately look at it. Why? Because the salon um, business takes precedence at this point because um, I'm still building in real estate. So I need to make sure that nothing is overlapping. I do not allow um, online scheduling for real estate, but I do allow online scheduling for the hair salon. I I am 100% in control of real estate. You can text me, you can call me, you can email me, but I do not allow people to put time on my book in real estate. And that's another conversation for another day. So goal setting, you see, as an entrepreneur or just as a person, period, it's, it's very important because you need to be able to lay eyes on your day and see, you know, if you can pencil someone in for coffee or pencil someone in for lunch, because sometimes it's not um Sometimes it's not available. Those times are not available. So you have your work from home friends. Um, I had a meeting with a young lady a couple weeks ago. She works from home. And we had the toughest time scheduling that meeting because one thing worked for her, didn't work for me. And then I realized with her, because even when we got it on the book, she did have to make some changes. So I was like, you know, the best time for me to schedule with this young lady is Sunday through, well, not Sunday. Yeah. Sunday and Monday. I am more flexible on Sunday and Monday. So I will never schedule with her, um, through, uh, through the week again. So, but I know the week starts on Sunday, but not my week. <laughs> so let's, let's do a quick recap. We're talking about setting daily goals and setting weekly goals because it gives you a broader perspective. Moving on to monthly goals, they give you a sense of progress and achievement um, over a more extended period. And then quarterly goals are excellent for assessing and adjusting your strategies midterm, while annual goals provide a holistic view of your aspirations for the entire year. But you know what? I, I wanted to share something with you really quickly. Like say you set a financial goal for this year, whatever you're making now, let's just say you wanted to make an additional $30,000 this year. Now, if you are listening because you enjoy the podcast and you are a corporate person, it may be a lot easier for you to do this because your salary probably doesn't change. But if you are an hourly um employee, or if you are an entrepreneur where your, your income fluctuates, then you may have to do a little more work. It may not be as easy for you, but let's just say that your goal is to make an additional $30,000 this year. So if you broke the $30,000 down into, um, small chunks, let's just say the 30,000 divided by 12, that means you're going to make an additional $2,500 um, each month to get to $30,000 a year. But if we break it up into weeks, which would be 52 weeks, 
That means you have to find a way to make an additional $577 per week. And to be honest with you, depending on what it is that you do, this is not unachievable, not at all. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it depends. I mean, I work, let's say in the salon, I work uh, three, sometimes four days um, per week. So we're going to say four days. So for me, um, making this additional $577 per week means I need to add an additional $144 to my daily income. Well, for me, that may be a natural blowout in a trim or a natural blowout in a color for four days, right? So that's per day in order for me to get to that $500. And $77, which if I did that on a weekly basis, then that would put me at the additional $30,000 a week, which is, I mean, I mean sorry, $30,000 per year in addition to what I already bring in. So if those are some goals that you have, I just gave you a good example of how you break those goals down into chunks. I know that if I worked a four-day work week, and I did not find a way, whether being like doing a promotion or pulling in a new client four times, I know that I am not going to make that weekly goal, that monthly goal is out of the way. And then that annual and that quarterly goal, I'm going to be like, well, I just didn't hit it. Or I can work extra hard and double up with my promotions and, um, my marketing and advertising, you know, throughout the year to make sure I hit that additional $30,000. And it may sound a little confusing. I want you to go back and listen to the podcast again and slow this part down so you will get the gist of what I'm saying. For you to make an additional $30,000 a year could be selling someone a course or creating and selling someone a course or creating and selling someone a journal, whatever it is that you do, whatever it is that you do, you can hit that number, but you have got to take the time out of your schedule and break your goals down into small chunks. I like to start big. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with mapping, but you know, with mapping, you put the goal up right? If you draw a big cloud and you put the goal, which would be make an additional $30,000. And then you draw these sticks and these sticks are going to be like the road of how you're going to do it. So you draw these sticks and another cloud, which will be like, oh, I'm going to sell um, 10 I'm sorry, I'm going to sell three $10,000 course. <laughs> That's an immediate 30000 for the year. Or you're going to break it down like I'm going to sell X amount of journals and blah, blah, blah. But all the things that you do and all the roads will lead to the additional $30,000 a year. This is the important, this is so important as to why you should set goals and why you should be very intentional with following your goals and why it is so important for you to have an accountability partner. I am sure I've said to you in a previous podcast, I've had accountability partners, but I realized that my accountability partners 
were not accountable to themselves and were not able to be to hold me accountable for the things that I said I was going to do. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, I'm like, hey, girl, did you do? Did you do? Did you do? So what is that? What's keeping you from doing that? Was it going to take for you? You know, how can I help you be more successful in that area? And I'm not getting that back. So I'm helping you be more successful in your area, but I'm not getting that back from you. So then you're not a good accountability partner for me. And if you want to set these goals and you want to actually achieve them and be intentional about them, you have to make sure you surround yourself with the right people. So you have to sit down and think, which one of those goals setting, um, one of those, which one of those goal setting ideas are more advantageous to you. And I'm going to say it depends on your personal style. It depends on the nature of your goals. Um, some find daily goals more manageable and motivating while others thrive on the challenge of achieving larger annual milestones. For me, it's I have to do something daily and hold myself accountable so that we could reach the big end goal. And if we still use the make an additional $30,000, I have to be able to see my schedule. I have to look at the plans. I have to make sure every meeting that has anything to do with the end goal, um, that everything is intentional, which is going to help me meet that goal. So let me share a few tips on effective goal setting. I'm sure you've heard of SMART, S-M-A-R-T, goals. And SMART is an acronym. It means make your goals specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound, which is timely. Excuse me. This framework ensures clarity and sets you up for success. Number two, I want you to prioritize. Focus on a few key goals at a time. This prevents just you being overwhelmed and it allows you to give your best effort to each objective. Number three, I want you to reflect and adjust. Regularly evaluate your progress and be willing to adjust the goals if needed. Flexibility is a key to long-term success. And number four, celebrate the small wins. We talked about that in the last podcast. I want you to acknowledge and celebrate your achievements, no matter how small, um, it boosts motivation and it keeps you on track. So I want you to think about these things. And goal setting doesn't always have to be financial. It could be, um, it could be a health goal. It could be a physical goal. It, whatever it is, it could be a relationship goal. You know, um, last year we did the Lean by Halloween, and then I realized I had a little health issue that was keeping me from reaching my goal. So I have like two more follow-up appointments and then I'm able to get back in that gym and get this body right, you know, but it could be a health goal. And sometimes, you know, setting those goals 
making sure you're healthy. For me, I still did my meal planning. For me, I still walked. It wasn't smart for me to be in the gym lifting heavy like I enjoy doing, but I was still able to keep my weight down. And and you know me, I'm a daily scale girl. If I get on that scale and it is one or two pounds more than I want it to be, then I'm like, oh, I'm definitely eating a salad today. I'm eating spinach and... <laughs> And actually, spinach is the one thing I need to stay away from until we're done with this. But you get you get my point. So I want you to take your time, set those weekly goals. Like I said, if it's fitness, um, get on that scale right now. Check your weight. And then um, what is your goal weight? It, maybe it's not pounds. Maybe it's inches. So I want you to get out um, your measuring tool and measure your hip and your waist and you know if you could pinch more than an inch you know maybe you need to work on that as well but whatever it is you set out to do you can do if it's a relationship goal you know take your time and make yourself more presentable before you leave the house and pay close attention to the way you talk to people and let your friends know that you're on the market let your friends know they may have a friend that may be perfect for you. So all these things um, requires work from you. And I know that you can do it. I have all the confidence in the world in you. And I know that you're going to set these goals and you're going to crush them. Um, it's January. I was determined not <laughs> not to go into February without having a conversation with you. So um, this is a short one, but I want you to really take your time and listen to it. Maybe put it on again when you're at the gym or when you are doing a meal prep. And let's figure this thing out because, you know, we're here for each other and it's very important that we have one another's back. So salon cuties, <laughs> whether you're a daily planner or a yearly dreamer, goal setting is a powerful tool for your personal, and your professional growth. I want you to find what works best for you. I want you to stay committed and let's make 2024 a year of incredible achievements. I'll talk to you some more about some of the other things that I have going on. Um, I've hired a coach um, for my real estate business um, and I got a lot of other things going on that I would like to share with you, but I don't want to take too much of your time because I told you I was on a time crunch, but I just wanted to reach out to you because you were on my mind and I didn't want to leave you hanging. Hey, we also have a sponsor and I'll tell you more about that um, next time. Until then, you take care and we'll talk soon. I'm Tanya Stokes. Remember, if you're looking for me, go to the Academy for you.com. It's the academy, the number four, the letter you.com, or just hit me up at tanyastokes.com. Hey, I'm Tanya. We'll talk soon. Bye.